This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. One out of two Arizona trips is in the books. We are back. Hour number four of the G-Bag Nation right here. General at your service, Eddie's. There's Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander, Eric Chiafalo, Carter Freeman. Along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation. Wolchuk is out this week moving. Uh, so uh, a Godspeed to him. He shall return in one week. We'll return to Arizona in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks from yesterday, as a matter of fact, we will be uh, uh, on the scene. Surprise, Arizona, home of Rangers spring training. We are so excited about the future of this baseball team and excited to report on that uh, uh, live from Surprise here in uh, starting on the 27th of Feb. Pitchers and catchers report in two weeks. Here's Eric Chia follow with some Super Bowl fun facts. Walchuk just tweeted out or uh, Instagrammed a photo of his favorite spot in the new apartment. He's already got his cowboy corner set up. He's got all his cowboy First things first. Yeah, first things first. I don't believe he's got any box uh, un- unpacked, but he's got a an old seat from Cowboy Stadium with some autographs, some cowboy helmets, some footballs. He's got some plaques of Emmett. You know, he's got the fat head that'll go back on the ceiling right above the bed as well. So, Walchuk moving in, feeling good, feeling lit. Uh, speaking of that, let's get to the new nickname for Pat Mahomes after what he did in half number two on a bum ankle. Because I'm sure... Like uh, Philly fans, maybe guys like Broadus, Dawson, who went survivor mode and clicked that eagle button, unfortunately, for a uh, Friday payoff. Yeah. At halftime, you guys were feeling pretty good. Okay, we're up Go 10 Go figure, here. the Hall of Fame quarterback pulled it off again. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're up 10, and the quarterback is limping into the locker room because he just turned the ankle again. It was like, oh, no, is this how this is going to go? We're going to have Mahomes limping around for, for an entire half of football. Well, down 10 and two quarters to go, you had Pat Mahomes go 13 of 14, the winning completion being a throwaway. Goes for 126 yards, four straight scoring drives, and a ridiculous passer rating. And then that led to the nickname Perk Mahomes. He went into that locker room, got what he needed medicinally. He came out there and he was floating, baby. He was levitating. No way. He was leading his team to victory. Perk Mahomes was trending during the game last night. We're we're celebrating (laughs) opiate painkillers. I guess so, man. I mean, I guess the Toradol wasn't quite enough. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, Perk Mahomes is what I do think are. that's a performance enhancing drug, to be honest with you. You know, you, you, you get that flowing in you. There's a reason they called it heroin. Made you feel like a hero, you know. And if you do a lot of it, you're going to pass out. If you do way too much of it, an overdose. OK, and I, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't mean to be insensitive to anybody that might have had that happen or in their family. But just a little bit of it. Oof. I mean, if I'm in that moment, I'm like, guys, if you're not hurt, you know. Maybe come on over here and maybe and, still enjoy. A little yeah, bit. you're gonna be Mr. Perk Johnson. You're gonna be Mr. Perk Dawson. Okay, let's go get him. Perk Mahomes getting it done in half number two. What a stud he is! Chiefs and Eagles combining for over seventy points last night. Just the third time in Super Bowl history that the teams have combined for at least seventy points. And that's what was so fun. In the final couple of minutes, and the Eagles lose, so ultimately it was a good ending. But you wanted it to really be the nail-biter at the end, and the Chiefs were able to just ice that bad boy and and make it a no-brainer. Super smart play by McKinnon to get down, you know, to to, to not score the touchdown right there. Definitely. You know, that, that right there, that's what you talk about, attention to detail of your team. That's, you know, Gavin, you asked earlier in the in the show, what's something that your team could do, what you learned? From the game last night, situational football, mm. smart situational football, right there. McKinnon, that's obviously they're talking about it on the sidelines. I'm guaranteeing Mahomes is saying in the huddle, if we have, we break this one to the outside, you know, don't get out of bounds, get down, don't score. The only thing that could beat us right now is yeah. if we give the ball back to these guys. We've seen enough of those now where the running backs aren't going to make that mistake yeah, anymore. Yeah, now it happened yeah. in Atlanta in the game. I think Atlanta was playing Detroit. 
and one of the Atlanta backs actually tried to stop, but oh, fell that's in, right, he fell, fell in, in yeah. fell in, and then Detroit got the ball, went down the field, and kicked the game-winning field goal. You know, so I mean, that's that's the kind of thing. But that that right there, if you you want to talk about things that you'd love for your team to to be able to do situational football would be one of the tops on my list. Couldn't agree more. And you've seen Andy Reid teams do that before. Remember Brian Westbrook famously was a guy who did that. So I imagine that's Andy Reid relaying the information in real time in the huddle before plays. Hey, get get down. Don't go out of bounds. Don't even score, Jarek, even though, of course, you want to be a guy who found the end zone on Super Bowl Sunday. Let's be a little bit selfless here. Let's hoist the Lombardi. That's exactly what happened. Uh, Three touchdowns and uh, let's see, with three tonight and two over last night two over his previous two Super Bowl appearances Pat Mahomes now tied with Troy Aikman and Brett Favre for the seventh most passing touchdowns in Super Bowl history mama give me any of them flapjacks I said mama get take away five of them flapjacks I want to stay hungry hungry for the crimson crimson tide nice word (laughs) that was fantastic limited fake Wolchuk as uh what's the Oh no! What it's Brett That's Favre, Keith. but it's uh, oh yeah, Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson. That was strong. Yes, good work. Um, and that's awesome. You know, he's so young to be at, at at this point. I've been calling him the future goat, and I guess his nickname now is is Perk Mahomes, or as Kelsey was obnoxiously calling him immediately after the game, MV Pat, which is mm. is cool as well. But I'm not giving up hope on this. Uh, I mean, to beat a team as loaded as Philadelphia with this team, the AFC is not going to be any easier. But if you're able to get through that field again and so many appearances to the AFC title game over the last five years, I could easily see this continuing. Andy Reid's not a young man, but he's young enough to for for these guys to be the the ultimate quarterback and coach combo. Yeah, man, that's that's everything. Who's your coach? Who's your quarterback? And we'll have a pretty good idea of of what your future looks like. And there's as bright as can be. How many more does he need before there's legit conversation? Like you're willing to say, I'm not just going to scoreboard it, Brady to Mahomes. Well, is could, it five? Yeah. Let me ask you this: Could we ever have the discussion that we have in in the NBA with Jordan and? And, uh, you know, in LeBron. Yeah, what's it going to take to to have that? No, we, we can't do it now. Brady's career accomplishments are too great. What's Pat got to do to make this a, a fun conversation? It's a good question. For me, I'm already willing to go out and say, like, Pat Mahomes is the better quarterback. Like, he obviously, he, just from a longevity standpoint, he doesn't have the resume that Brady has. But I can look at, and I think that's what LeBron fans do, Hey, yeah, he's not going to have the all the titles necessarily as Jordan, but I can just objectively say he's better. And I'm not one of those people. I would still say Jordan's better. But for the for those folks, I can look at Pat Mahomes right now and say he's better than Brady is and ever was. And I would take Pat Mahomes right now over Tom Brady if you said I could take them both in their primes. Both have had like Hall of Fame tight ends, right? Both, Correct. Both yeah. have played with Hall of Fame tight ends. Uh, you start to th- you start to break down the weapons on the outside. A little bit, you know, you get you get the, the Julian Edelman's and guys like that. He played with Randy Moss one time. They, I don't think they won a Super Bowl with Randy Moss. No, though. they went undefeated and yeah. lost to the Giants. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, you start to look at the weapons, both playing in a salary cap era, which I always like to talk about because your team turns over so much. Both did nice things to the team to help them manage the cap. Yeah. You know? yeah. Would you say Mahomes is your goat already? Like you need one game? You're throwing Pat out there? Yeah. Or is it? Like, I, I think so. I think yeah. so. I I can I mean last night was incredible. Yeah, it was amazing. I, and you go through it now and it's a two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time NFL MVP, one-time NFL offensive player of the year, two-time first team all-pro, uh one-time second team all-pro. I'm not going to mention the five you, pro bowls cuz that doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm starting to think about for one game. I, you got me thinking about that one game. Yeah. Does Rodgers have any traction on a no. one game with you? Not over Brady or Mahomes for me. All right, does Burrow have any traction for a one game? He's got traction. All these guys are like in the conversation, but you're fighting for third place at this point. Brady, Mahomes, Mahomes, Brady, and then kind of, I mean, I don't know, Montana. Being a crusty, uh, I think Montana and Rodgers are in yeah. this conversation. I, I think yeah. so, too. I think so, too. Yeah, it's, it's fun. The, Aaron Rodgers had a two- or three-year stretch where I don't know if I've ever seen anybody play as well as he was. When he was still highly mobile, like 26-year-old legs Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. yeah, 30, God was unstoppable. Like 30-something touchdowns, three interceptions kind of guy. Oh, yeah, super, super nasty. Um, it's tough, though, because he he's played in one Super Bowl. 
like for as electric and dominant yeah. as he is and was, it's like okay, you you've you've managed to get to point. one Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes been here five seconds and he's already won two. I mean, we can make the Dak excuses for Aaron Rodgers and say, well, he hasn't always had the best this or that, but neither does Mahomes. <laughs> right, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. a good point. No, I was trying to think of what who's had the better of the weapons around him when you start about Brady and Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a wash. I mentioned that the washing the tight ends, maybe better wide receivers in Kansas City. Yeah, this is the first year where Mahomes didn't have didn't have like straight up dominance across the board. Where it's like Tyreek Hill, maybe the best receiver in the league. Travis Kelsey, probably yeah. the best tight end in the league. Right. This is the first time he didn't have that. I think that's one of the things about Brady. For hey, he had Belichick. He always had a dang good defense. But from a weaponry standpoint, he's thrown to a lot of you know David Givens and yeah. Deion Branches and winning Super Bowls. Right. Uh, but he did it. And then when he had a Randy Moss and a Wes Welker and a Dante Stallworth, yeah. he was throwing for yeah. fifty touchdowns and yeah. he looked like unbelievable. Yeah. So I think that's one of the great things. And Mahomes has, has just showed it this year. I don't have to have. If you give me a little protection, I can pretty much make it work with. Uh, random wide receiver, you know, just kind of NFL average receivers outside of my tight end. And Brady did that. Peyton Manning, okay, yeah, you had Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne for a long time. Like, you had really good weapons from that standpoint. But, like, Brady didn't always, and Mahomes is now showing he probably doesn't need great weapons either. Did Philadelphia's defense lose that game last night? Uh, Well, their offense just handed them a touchdown, um, so that certainly hurts things. But overall, yeah, the defense let them down. I would say special teams in the turnover more than the defense. It was very impressive. Four straight touchdown drives by the Chiefs. Chiefs missed a field goal, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, like the Chiefs should have had, I guess, 41. That's like a turnover right there, if you ask me. I've always thought that. 469, what do you think about this? Gavin suggesting an opiate is somehow a performance enhancer might be the dumbest comment ever. And that's saying something. Congratulations, mm. sir. Well, I've done it. Well you done. are the new king. Well done. Crown I wanted to raise that bar high. Pun intended. Uh, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and me and Walchuk will give you a run for your money. We'll see something stupid. <laughs> give, us, give us a week and a half or so. Jalen Hurts, second quarterback ever to have at least two rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl. That was surprising to me. And if you can name the other one, I will give you a congratulations, sir, handshake with you, our football guy of the day. How about that? How about that for prestigious? No, let me think about this. Now. Okay, what do I need? You need to name the quarterback, other than Jalen Hurts, who's had two rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick? Wrong. Peyton Manning? Wrong. Russell Wilson? Also wrong. It's a little bit more of a Fran throwback. Tarkenden. A little bit more throwback, not quite as throwback. Steve Young? Not Steve. This actually surprised me. Joe, Joe Montana. No, but it is a J. It is a first name J. There's Joe Namath. First hint. Joe Namath didn't run. No, doing. it's a three. It is a three letter first name. Jamarcus Russell. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great player. Uh, get over it. Um, okay, three syllables. Uh, three letters. Three, three letters. letters in the first J, uh, in the first name J. We may or may not have seen him at the Super Bowl. Uh, Jim. McMahon. McMahon. Yeah, wow. And there it is. Do we share it? I, I was, we, we, I was we, going, you got the Jim? You got I was the McMahon? Going, I, was yeah. almost, I almost said Plunkett. Yeah. I almost said Jim Plunkett. <laughs> no, we man. share quarterback greatness. I was surprised about We're that. We're peers in that way. Yes, you are. Congratulations. You two are the football guys of the day. Oh, the you day. Co, co-football guys of the day. I was surprised to see it. Was Jim McMahon a runner? I'm sorry for my, uh, my he was, ignorance he here. Was, he was kind of a – he was like a – he would run when he had to. Maybe like two QB sneaks for yeah, touchdowns that, in that yeah. Super Bowl? Well, okay. they, they crushed the Patriots in that Super Bowl. That's not even my best stat of the day. I will get to it in just a second, but I do want to acknowledge Travis Kelsey for having passed Gronk for the second most receiving touchdowns in NFL playoff history. That's not wow. that, that doesn't have the tight end qualifier. That's yeah. got anybody who's ever received touchdowns in playoff history. Kelsey's number two, and I believe it's Jerry Rice that's number one. Okay, uh, I think he still sense. holds. Shout strong. out to uh, DallasCowboys.com, Nick Eatman. Quickly texting him, McMahon! (laughs) (laughs) Nice work, football guy Nick Eatman. It was so cool to see him last week and and see the interactions between him and Brian. Brought it all back. It was. It was cool. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I was really worried he wouldn't remember me. Oh, yeah, because the CTE. No, 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 not. (laughs) Nick Nick is like, get the hell out of here. Jim McMahon was fanboying over you, bro. It's kind of the same way you were over him. It reminded me of you and Merrill Reese together. You know what I did? I felt bad about Kyle Turley, though, 
because I was like just telling story after story about. Then I'd say something like Kyle Turner. You like, boxed him out a little. Well, no, bit. no. I go, hey, you're the, you were the Lane Johnson before there was Lane. You know, I was trying oh, to be you like were kissing his rear end. You lied well, I was to him. Try- no, he was. He was. Super- it's like when I said good luck to the Eagles to Elliott Shore Parks after I man on the street at him. I was like, I just lied to you. I didn't mean that good luck there. <laughs> you lied to Kyle Turley saying he was Lane Johnson. It's okay. I got to take a leak next to Kyle Turley, though, at the Super Bowl. And uh, also Ian Rappaport. So add it to the list of famous, uh, somewhat famous people I've urinated next to. Very star-studded but bathroom. No, I, I Broadus was, is on my list. No, I was, I'd be next to Broadus. I was worried that I, when I went up to Jim, because Mike Bassett goes, man, you got to do this interview. Yeah. you got to yeah. do this. Kudos I, to Mike for that. I really appreciate Mike being a great teammate and allowing me. So I went up to Jim, and, and I went up, I said, Jim, Brian brought us, and his face lit up, and I'm like, thank yeah. God he remembers me. Because I didn't want to do the, you know, I, I didn't want to tell stories and him look at me like, what are you what, talking about? What are you talking about here? I think the best thing about the NFL's litigation kind of being over when it comes to concussions is there's so many of the guys on Radio Row now that hammer home the point that the players need help a lot. Yeah. And this game's been very dangerous to them. Like, for a long time covering the Super Bowl, they weren't bringing people around that were stuttering with their speech or struggling to remember things as much as they are now. It was a celebration of the greatness, and I think we are being shielded from it. And after not going the last couple of with the pandemic and then being back in it, it was stark. You know, the Carl Eller interview, I know a lot of people struggled with it and they heard it and were like, is he drinking? No, the man wasn't drinking. That's a man who played back in the day when there were very little safe, safety the, the equipment precautions. Was very poor. The very equipment poor. was it, yeah. was bad. Yeah. And I hope that the equipment has come to a point now where that's impossible, but it can't be, you know? And there's there's plenty of other players, whether it is a Jim McMahon or a Tony Dorsett, that are, are having a similar experience, and it's incredibly sad. And then when you realize what they gave to the game, and the game's not giving back or is fighting giving back, I, I think there were some tough moments uh, last week, no, no doubt about it. And I didn't want to bring up uh, Jim McMahon again without bringing that up because we should have last week when Carl Eller was on, but I was processing it. Like, what just happened? You yeah. know? You know, I felt so bad but for him. I, I, maybe it was intentional that you bring somebody for an interview that's struggling to that extent to really hammer the point home. Maybe that's what we needed to see. Okay, when we come back. Or it was just pork rinds just paying yes. fat, fat stacks for Carl Eller and folks to come promote. That, that too. And it was a good cause to raise money for NFL alumni. So we got to run the expressway. Mavs have a signing. We'll get to LA Live with Lucius coming up in about 20, 25 minutes in Bobby Belt. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Nation. Hope you're having a good one. Uh, it's time for the Expressway. 35 minutes of uninterrupted content. You have uh, Bobby Belt coming up here in about six minutes. You have Lucius Alexander, LA Live, coming up at about 5.45.45. Segment's brought to you by Window Nation, and it's brought to you by the Frankles. You think there will be less big company trucks on the road because of gas prices? Think again, and those big trucks have insurance companies to protect them, so get the representation that won't settle for less. It's the Frankles at truckwreck.com, Brian. I'm looking at uh, Wolchuk's Instagram account right now. Yeah. And I'm kind of questioning his ability to hang pictures. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's not uh, He's not leveling kinda, those bad boys, is he? Kind of tell me 
is is the no. Pig. You're gonna need a you're gonna need a a, a ruler or something there. <laughs> that that picture is way off center. It's nice art though. Nice, yeah, but, nice art. But, but don't put a marble on top. But, of it. but look, do you feel like he's got everything kind of in one? Yeah, he's got his yeah. cowboy corner. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's where he really but becomes he has, one with himself. He has one like piece of art that's basically like behind another one. Behind yeah. another piece. It's that's abstract a, art. And then uh, the frame on the right is not centered. There's three inches on the left side, about eight inches on the right for the border. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't take a Martha Stewart to see this kind of stuff. Uh, Check out, man. We we, we, yeah. we do work with Martha Stewart. <laughs> yeah, he really Bob Via, Bob Via, like, let's build this house Shoot. or whatever that show. There's hey. no feng shui. It's just hey. just throw all the cowboys crap at the wall. <laughs> and now we can like ah, woosah. That's what Wolchuk needs. Woosah. Let's yes. Woosah, right? Let's uh, let's woosah our way into some Mavs news okay. because we have a couple of items, including a signing. But a reporter asked Kyrie Irving what kind of a reception he anticipates tonight when he makes his Mavs uh, debut. Loud cheers, he said. A lot of love. The loud cheers really mean a lot to me and the support, so I'm excited to bring my game to Dallas and excite those fans. I don't think they've ever seen anybody like me before, so I'm excited. Definitely a one-of-a-kind talent. And again, you know, here's your opportunity, Mavs fans, to to give a special player what he wants. He wants to be celebrated. Uh, so light it up. If you're on your way to the arena, it's two hours from tip-off. Have a blast and and bring the energy. Traffic already looks like it's kind of backing up down there where the yeah. exit is. Oh, has a huge ticket item. The Kyrie yeah. effect. Yeah. Okay. Better be careful with all that traffic. You might start mother bleeping them from your car. You're sending off these bleep you, Kyrie. All these traffic tweets. He's going to get back to him. He's going to be upset about it. And he's going to go to Phoenix. Oh, yes. Yes. That's okay. The thing. Be careful. We better make sure he's in the penthouse at, 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 uh, at the, the W. w. Yeah. 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 Lamar Odom's place Just or whatever. Just walk over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, make it real easy. Everything real easy. Okay, Mavs are signing Justin Holiday. He averaged 10 points last year when he was a starter for the Kings and, and the Pacers. He has some very tasty three-point numbers throughout his career. He's been in the league for a while. Drew Holiday's little brother. Um, so that's a name to watch. I don't think he's going to have a big rotation. You know, I, I think effectively... Uh, Green is going to step into Dorian Finney-Smith's minutes, and you have Bullock. But we'll see how things play out as the playoffs get closer. You might want the experience of Justin Holiday, especially if you have an injury, Brian. Yeah, he's uh, just a thumbnail scouting report. He's a solid spot-up shooter. He can drive the ball a little bit and uh, gives you a little bit of wing depth. Those were the words that were uh, from my guys over there about the player. Yeah, good wings. You you, you can't have enough six six guys who can shoot the three you know, in the upper 30s and play a little defense for you. can really pay off, uh, especially, you know, as you get into the playoffs and you got to take on all these guys like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Jamal Murray. It's just one after another. Okay, Mavs, uh, Mavs and T-Wolves tonight, 730. You can watch this game on Bally's. They're two days away, though, from defaulting on their payment. Wednesday's Mavs game is the only thing we're guaranteed. Then they'll be in scramble mode. I'm very confident we'll be able to watch one way or another. Even if it's Mavs.com, there's just too much money. Too many advertisers that need to have their commercials played. Too much money for the teams to be like, sorry, you can't watch this on TV. They'll scramble. They'll pay TXA 21. They'll do whatever it takes to get this game visible for you. I I have strong faith in that. I I made a full payment on that thing. I know. I made a full payment for Mavs, Rangers, Stars. Full year of it. Not going to send you the prorated refund? Huh. No, Why not? There's no way I get a refund, right? I would say less than 0% chance. Yeah. Chalk it up to the game, baby. They got no cash. They got they Exactly. They literally, they even if they cash. wanted to. Yeah, yeah even they had, if they wanted to. They, they had couldn't my give cash for a little bit. How about this uh, little uh, cowboy soup, uh, a chicken soup for your cowboy soul? Huh. Uh, Travis Kelsey was asked about upcoming tight ends that he likes that he thinks are, uh, remind him of himself. He said, I don't know if there are any that remind me of myself. Woo! No, he didn't say that, but... He said, there are a few guys I'm excited about. Kyle Pitts, Falcons. Makes sense. Ferguson down in Dallas. Of course, talking about Jake Ferguson, one half of Fergushot. And uh, Daniel Bellinger over there in New York. Is is Jake a sleeping giant? Are we going to see him break out to superstardom? What do you think about this guy's skill set and what he's capable of, Brian? About Ferguson? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like, uh, you know what? I I feel like there's, there's that. He's he looks physically different than when he looked at Wisconsin this time last year. Like the two hundred fifty pound guy, he didn't. He looked kind of thin and narrow. Catches the ball really well. We saw the kind of the moves in in the open space. Throw him one ball, he goes thirty four yards. That kind of capability. I think 
He needs to get a little bit more consistent on things. I, I'll tell you what, this I've gone through seven tight ends already in this draft. I take all seven of them. Ahead I mean, of Ferguson? I, no, I mean, well, if you want to say, if you want to, if you just feel like you need to supplement something Ferguson's going to do, I think this, there's this kid, this Luke Shoemaker, Shoemaker, I think is, is from Michigan. He's one of these guys that I like can block, can catch, can, you know, can separate. I mean, I, I was, there's seven of these guys I've watched. This Sam Laporta, another one from Iowa. There's some really good guys. If if you want to say of guys that maybe could be better than Ferguson, hmm. I think show and a, maker or something. Show and maker. Show I think. and mocker. Show. It, it's S C H O O N maker. Shoe maker. Shoe maker. Sounds maker. about right. Yeah. Maybe we can get Derek so Holland to clarify for shoe us. Shoemaker. Not making shoes, but he's making yeah. I always get. Shoes. I always go to the draft show and get the correct yeah. responsibility. But. Is that anything but like a Buckeye? He uh, yeah. a shoemaker. Shoemaker, but <laughs> but uh, but to me, I think Ferguson absolutely does have a chance. The thing about it is, though, if they go another route with one of these guys, and again, I'm only done half of these, but the first seven I've seen, there's some legitimately good tight ends, maybe even better than what they have. In well, as a member of the Jake Ferguson fan club, I'm offended. I think we got the next no, Travis no. Kelsey right here. No, you don't no, need to be I, wasting I, I, picks no, no. on Shoemaker. I, I hope you're right, but I'm just saying, though, to me, you know, Michael Mayer, Musgrave from Oregon State, Washington from Georgia, they've got you Kincaid, know, Kincaid from— Son of the quarterback you, out there yeah, in Oregon, yeah, Musgrave. Yeah, yeah. Okay, where are you at with this, uh, Chief? I know, I know you're a big uh, Ferguson guy as well. I do love that Travis is that Kelsey. Bill, is that, is that uh, Bill, Bill Musgrave's yeah. son? Okay. Yeah. Bill went to school at uh, Oregon, right? Yeah. Okay, my bad. Thank you. No, you got it. it. Yeah. I, I love that Travis Kelsey, when he's just there in a split second, he's got to pull a couple of tight end names out of his hat, and it's Jake Ferguson's one of the first ones out of his mouth. I mean, that's pretty encouraging. I, and even without that, we should all be encouraged by what we saw from Ferguson this year. They probably didn't always use him as properly as they should have, where he was consistently in there just to block and we saw moments where this dude's much more of just a blocker Uh, I think it'll speak volumes about the way the Cowboys view Jake Ferguson if they elect to not draft a tight end in this class because there are so many good ones here if they avoid the position completely they're telling you Ferguson Hendershot these are our guides for the next few years for sure but I still like the idea of drafting one of these tight ends in the third or fourth round and now you just have a bunch of matchup nightmares where it's oh my gosh can we play with two maybe even three tight ends at a time and could they be blocking could they be split out running routes to me that would be extremely smart it's a page out of the the Belichick book we got Gronk let's get Hernandez and now what do you do defense I think Ferguson's a stud I think Hendershot's going to be pretty dang good Mm -hmm. too but man you draft one of these stud tight ends and now the chess pieces you have of wide receiver slash inline blocker dudes, yeah. it, that would yeah, just this, be a ton of fun. This Michigan kid can block. He can block. Well, that sounds awesome. 817, the whole TV provider and these company contracts are a joke. We've been listening to the radio free since its birth. All the ads can't pay for it like radio. Pathetic. 817. Remember five to ten years ago, all the talk for sports networks was everybody's going to DVR everything. The only thing worth a crap is live sports. So they threw all their money thinking, this is the only way we can make money is live sports, and they overbid, and they got in these crazy bidding wars, and the leagues were like, yeah, you can have the rights to us for like $5 billion a year. That sounds great. And they've been getting all that money, and they've been building their salary caps around all that money. Well, guess what? The cable companies could not find the sponsors to pay the freight on some of these. So hopefully it does not turn into a regional, national sports nightmare. Mm. But hopefully when everything unfolds, it's going to be easier for us to get our content on big providers. why, Why is Bally's having a problem finding advertisers? Why can't they pay their bills? Oh, I don't know. Because half the Metroplex can't get them. Maybe even more. Half the Metroplex can't get them. Okay? Put it on channels that we can all watch. Then maybe the advertisers will be more fired up about giving you all that money, you greedy bums. It's time now for Bobby Belt to join us here in the G-Bag Nation. Cowboys insider and one-third of Sean, RJ, and Bobby. And a good evening, sir. How the heck are you? What's up, gentlemen? How are y'all? We are doing great. It was uh, it was a lot of fun hanging out with you last week, man. Uh, <laughs> was I okay Tuesday night when we were talking, Dawson? Yeah, yeah that was, was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was 
I just, I, I just, I just remember a, uh, a a a flurry of slurred words, and you just graciously taking all of it for uh, yeah. the good portion of about ten minutes. Well, people so. don't people don't realize about Dawson that he appreciates uh, a slurring, loud voice six inches from his ear. <laughs> there's nothing he likes better. There's nothing <laughs> I, I I've always said this about Dawson. I've always said if there's anything Dawson loves, it's large crowded areas where people are screaming at him. <laughs> Dude, and you add some cigar smoke. Now I'm in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I could barely get the thing lit. It didn't count. Hey, you, you are in agreement, Bobby, that most likely at the station to complete the four days of darkness and isolation is Dawson by a large mile. Oh yeah, there's. No, I don't even know who number two would be. It, it's uh, it, it's it's a hundred percent Dawson, and then maybe, mm, I don't know, maybe like Choppy, just as like a like like a what well, I can do this. What's the big deal? You know, yeah, like maybe nothing. Choppy would be next. Yeah, that that it'd probably be that. It'd be Dawson, then maybe Choppy. But yeah, Gavin for sure. I, and I think Broadus is a, a a man of feats. Like if we were if we were poking and prodding I, at Broadus that he couldn't do guys, it, eventually he'd be like, okay, I'm up for the challenge. You guys are missing the guy. Absolutely missing the guy. It's who Re- is it? It's Reggie. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Reggie's we'll have a to ask him very, a very, bit. very deep thinker. You know, very, very. Uh, he doesn't calm. even need the, the I could, isolation. I, man, man. He, I, he, I'll he, tell he, you know. what, though. I, I could see Reggie saying, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers is doing that." Well, I will never do that. Yeah. Then, like I could, mm-hmm. I could see that being Reggie's position too. Agreed. Bob, what's the biggest thing with the Cowboys today? Uh, the the Eagles uh, jinxing themselves into karma hell with that booing of <laughs> Dak or what? <laughs> Look, did you guys have a problem with that? The booing? Yeah. Yeah, I did. No. Really, I time loved place. it. I yep. loved it. Like, like, because I feel like the time and the place was like the NFL honors. Like, that's the the time that everything goes on. I, I feel like it's 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 just good old sports hate. I, I don't think anybody's actually booing his cause. It's just like how they booed when you know Demarcus Ware and Chuck Howley were announced. It's just oh Dallas boo and like I, I think if this was done at AT and T Stadium and they were yeah. honoring Jalen Hurts for the same, you, you'd probably get a a smattering of it. Uh, would I do it myself? No, um, but I, I think it it just kind of falls in line. I, I don't I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing in the world, but yeah, some some sports karma. Maybe maybe that's what happened there. Um, I think you it, love it because it, it confirms that Eagles fans are the horrible people that we believe. That's what you like about it, Bobby. <laughs> I do I do love that. Although I got to tell you, our, uh, our our buddies next door to us at the uh, the radio row setup from Philly, uh, they were they were very pro Dak. Uh, they, they even talked about like, not even in a joking way. Like they were literally like, Oh no, like Dak's really good. Ron Jaworski told us, uh, he think Dak ha- thinks Dak has like top three potential in the league. So there's a lot of positive things coming out of Philly about Dak. And I guess the fans just got tired of it. But, um, I mean, it was a hell of a game last night. I, I honestly, and I've, I've, maybe I'm just, you know, digging in too far because I, I, I thought the Eagles were overrated all year. But I, I mean, I was texting last night with you know Choppy and and Sean and Peyton, and I was just telling them like, even when it was twenty four fourteen, I was like, Kansas City's winning this game. Like, like I just don't think that they can. I, I don't think that Philadelphia can keep up if this turns into a shootout. And I mean, that's sort of what happened. Well, it was a great game. I think the end was uh, uh, you know quite disappointing that we've we've talked about. But all in all, you know, I'll, I'll absolutely take that for a Super Bowl, especially with the Eagles losing. Now, uh, Bob. How closely are you following and digging into this Michael Irvin story? Uh, we had uh, Michael Gelkin on uh, with us Friday. Four eyewitnesses uh, or three eyewitnesses, you know, that don't didn't see anything. Is is this something that's going to go away or uh, continue to be a problem for Michael Irvin into the offseason? Yeah, that was a great interview you guys did with Gelkin, by the way. He's always really good, and uh, I thought you guys did a good job handling that one. Uh, I know it was blown up on the YouTube page. I think it's up to like 40,000 views in like four days. And so sure. uh, that, that was really enjoyable. I like that. But, um, yeah, you know, it was weird. When, when we were doing the interview, what was it, last Wednesday with Michael, and he started – it's one of the most bizarre moments I've ever experienced, not, not just in the short time I've been on the show, but just in general being around media and radio and – um, you know, working in, in radio for gosh, the last 15 years or whatever it is. Um, it, it's one of the, the most bizarre things I've ever been a part of where he was trying to get out of in front of something where we weren't even totally sure what he was referencing. And, uh, you know, I think as more details come out and you, you hear, um, some of the testimony from the eyewitnesses and stuff, it, it at least on the surface, obviously before everything's explored, it, it seems to, to bode more positively for Michael, um, but, uh, you know, it's also choppy has has made the, the, has had the line the last couple weeks. He's like, this is something that seems to happen every four years with Michael. 
like where there's some sort of accusation that something has happened and he's he's gotten through them all before and and been vindicated before and and he seems pretty adamant that he's he's innocent on this one and so I'll be I'll be interested to follow it but um I I mean without knowing all the details I still think my my inclination is Sean asked that that this morning is he on first take in NFL Network next year my my gut feeling at this point is still probably yes. Yeah, I would say uh, I would agree with that too, Bob. Uh, we were just talking about Jake Ferguson, Travis Kelsey, referencing him as one of the young tight ends in the league that he's got a lot of respect for. Uh, do Do you think the Cowboys have that same respect? Because Broadus just named seven or eight tight ends that you could get in this draft and feel great about. But do you feel like this is Ferguson shot for the next half decade? I, I think they they really like Ferguson. Um, and I know, I mean, I know they like Ferguson and they, they really liked Peyton Hendershot all the way back to, I mean, Brian, you and I were talking about that on love the star last summer. Yeah. Um, just how like we were hearing out of the building, like they really like those two, but I will say this, uh, Jake Ferguson was not like their target on draft day. Um, in fact, they were really high on the other tight end. You mentioned their Daniel Bellinger. They really thought highly of Bellinger. Um, and, and I think that there were a couple other guys that they went Ferguson, I think was an instance of, we got to get our guy now because there's not going to be any guys left by the next time we pick. And so while I, I, I do think that they're they're happy with him, it's kind of funny how there there was a little bit of a, man, maybe we don't love the value, but we, we got to get our guy now. And I think they've been happy with the early returns on it. Um, and so that's been a, a positive in, in their direction. But yeah, sure. I mean, there's there's other tight ends in this draft. I know you guys mentioned Luke Musgrave. That's a guy that I, I think they've uh, liked a lot um, during this process so far. And he's a he's an absolute stud. But, uh, you know, you're obviously going to have a lot of questions in front of you in terms of your team building and what you want to do at corner and receiver and uh, a few other areas that uh, I, I'm I'm be interested to see if they would have tight end anywhere near the top of their their needs. Whatever. Uh, what ended up being the MVP of your Super Bowl spread last night? Oh, you're on Soto. Yeah, sorry thank you. That. It was it was the it was the great uh, uh, burgers that my wife made that uh, I, I put avocado and mustard on and no bread. But it was it was it was delicious, <laughs> delightful, bro. It, it, and honestly, like I'm I'm not kidding. So it's it's uh, it's been really good. Had my uh, soda weigh in on Saturday. Uh, I was down 16 now uh, in two weeks. And My so, boy. Uh, yeah, even it's after been... even after Super Bowl week, <laughs> is that what vomiting does to you? Like it does, it does, <laughs> boy. I got I got rid of all that water weight. Uh, no, it was, uh, but but honestly, it's 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 not even been the the it's not even been as difficult as I was expecting it would be. So uh, it's been pretty enjoyable, other than being taunted with queso in text by like Peyton and Choppy. They they were sending me pictures of the queso they were eating and. Uh, that was kind of upsetting, but uh, you know the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs made it all better. Got to run, Bob. Anything else before we let you go? Just that I love you all. There he is, uh, Bobby Belt. Love you too. It is time now to go back into the Pimp Cup. It's time for LA Live. Let me tell you right now, a deprivation tank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, psilocybin and hours. I'll dog walk that whole experience. Let's go. I will dog walk that, bro. Oh. What you talking about five heroic grams at least once a month? Oh. oh. <laughs> I gotta advocate for myself. <laughs> Folks can't see me up in here. Uh, I got a reaction to the streets of Philly. Streets of Philly. We're going straight to the streets of Philly right after this. Well, All right, you squares. squares. Fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance with some of everything. You sit in that flow tank and everything you've ever thought of yeah. for that, years just started popping up. Is that you've done salt that? water? Is that a salt water tank? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it improves the uh, how, how it conducts energy. The salt yeah. does. Yeah, my sister-in-law told me about that, and I was going down to do one at an appointment once and got a call and bailed. That was like three or four years ago. So I'm jealous, Lucius. Oh, well, you know, hey. So okay, good, buddy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'll dog walk that experience. LA Live for February 13th, 2023. What's up, though? Yeah, what, what was the best part of the experience for you then doing that? When it was over with. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was over with. Seriously? <gasps> oh, well, really? Yeah. I mean, some super vivid, like, uh, run through of what's going on in your brain. Like, scary? Like, scary? It could be. Like, Madison's going on in your dope brain. Yeah. Yeah. If you got a dope Which brain, it's going to clean out those cobwebs and all yeah. types of stuff is going to come out of wow. there. All right. Yeah. Woo. It's all right, man. Yeah, it's kind of scary at first. We're not going to lie when they close it. 
and they close it. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. That's my fear. Yeah. yeah, and you know how small it actually is. Yeah. Even though you can't see anything anymore, you yeah. know how tight the area is. I, I think the biggest key is going into that lifestyle before the uh, psychoactive drugs, right? Like, you got to get experience meditating and, like, getting your brain tuned to that frequency before you hit it with the with the jet fuel, right? Because if you hit it with the jet fuel before you're used to being in that mindset of like a meditative state, then it can go squirrely all over the place. You got to have like the skills developed to harness that thing back and keep it right on the road where you want it. And then it can be a beautiful experience. Like as a kid without life experience, like messing around with hallucinogenics and psilocybin and DMT and ayahuasca. I don't know if there's any benefit to it. It sounds more terrifying than than like therapeutic. How long are you in there, Lucius? Hey, like an hour. But I can oh, do okay. hours. Man, okay. I, I've okay. been scared. I've been scared. Yeah. The largest bread and circus celebration of the country was yesterday. We've got some sound from it. But I'm going to go right to our winner of G-Bag of the Day. It is Terry Bradshaw. I want Terry Bradshaw on the field. After every game, doing interviews from now on. Here's Terry Bradshaw talking to Coach Reed. Big guy. Let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. <laughs> Jeez. Congratulations, Andy. Uh, I'm going to enjoy this one right here. I'm going to okay. tell you, this is unbelievable. Uh, Phila- Philadelphia, you did a great job. It was a great game. But how about those cheese? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Have a cheeseburger on us. Man, that must have been so painful for the Eagles fans that were still watching. <laughs> there was some laying down. In the- <laughs> yeah, they were laying down. They were still there. Say? They didn't leave. It was just laying down like, like it wasn't happening. It was hilarious. Uh, here goes Coach Andy Reid on the podium. Listen. What does the moment mean to you, Andy? It means a lot. I could kiss you right now, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Tom really liked that line. Tom was happy about that line. He, he enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, did you have a Super Bowl party last night? Or did you go to one? I was at one. I had a great time with the boys. Uh-huh. Chill, you know. Smoking some meats and all that other good stuff. Stayed home. Okay. Uh, how was Derek's uh, smoking? Uh, how was the barbecue It was skills? fantastic. You know? <laughs> nice job, great. It's mind-blowing, actually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. Well, if you did go to a Super Bowl party, I hope it wasn't anything like this. This is my man Bill Burr. He was on Conan O'Brien's show talking about Super Bowl parties. Can I have a Super Bowl party? Yes, no Super Bowl party. No Super Bowl party. If you're a true football fan, you do not go to uh, Super Bowl parties because it's all a bunch of losers who don't watch it all year. And what they do is they talk during the game and then they shut up during the commercial. And then the game comes back like, oh, how much do you think that one cost? Huh? That's funny. I thought that one stunk. And it's just like, I just, the rage that goes through me <laughs> through the game. And I just, you know, ended up fighting, you know, with somebody. So uh, what I do is I, I tape the game. I let it go like 90 minutes. 90 minutes. I shut off everything. And then I start watching. And that way I can fast forward through all of the crap, all of the fireworks, the bands. You don't I, like you don't like the halftime show? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> my guy. Yeah. I have a lot in common with Bill. <laughs> it was a four-hour broadcast, really an yeah. extra hour. I really do. I have a lot in common with that. That's a great thought. But he's yeah. Great. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we seen Pat Mahomes out there on that ankle. He reheard it again. We seen him going through it like he was grimacing on the side, right? And then he went in the tent, came back. Oh, it was a halftime. He came back and he was looking great. Yeah. Sure was. Matter of fact, he had the Bobby Brown jog on it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Let's get a little loose down there. He was pretty excited about this game all of a sudden. Uh, I think Lavelle Crawford, comedian Lavelle Crawford, has the question everybody wants to know. Everybody worried about Rihanna being pregnant. I'm trying to see what kind of drugs Patrick Mahomes was on. Because he had a real broken ankle in the last playoff game. And he messed it up again in the game and then ran for 70 yards. He no. on Molly, Percocet, hair run. <laughs> they need to pee, let him pee in a, in a cup. <laughs> and Rihanna already peed on the stick. We know she pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. that oxycodone, it might be starter heroin, but it is league approved. Be on whatever you want. <laughs> That's, That's, the the real That's the real MVP of the Super Bowl. I got a script for that, fam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about this? Paul Rudd was out there. He was going for the Chiefs. 
He was at last year's Super Bowl, too, as well, with his son, Jack. Listen to what Jack was excited about the Super Bowl. I really, that's such a, that was such a great game, and uh, wow, it all just feels so overwhelming and incredible. Jack, you were in Miami three years ago. You're in Arizona now. How's it feel? I just want to thank Patrick Mahomes for existing, <laughs> for putting in all the work, so we can just all enjoy his greatness every week, and um, I'm, I'm so lucky that I am alive to watch this, and I, I just, I cannot believe he's a real person. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I just can't believe he's a real person. <laughs> hey, his son sounds just like him. Paul Good. Rudd's son sounds just like Good him. Good analysis crazy. there, for sure. Just great analysis right yeah. there. Uh, let's see. How about this? Okay, Philly. Streets of Philly. I got some audio. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. How bad did it get? It got really bad, bro. Uh, like... Like the purge was jumping off. Uh, it looked like the purge. You heard the horn? It was going crazy. Win or lose, they're going to do this, right? right. Win or lose, they're going right. to wild out. Right. They were burning couches. I seen people flipping cars. Uh, they were standing on bus stops, of course, climbing poles, vandalizing businesses and everything. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I mean, even if your local sports television show is flipping out, you know the fans are going to flip out. Listen to this. They withstood the injury of Jalen Hurts. And then they get to a third and eight on the 15-yard line and an incomplete pass and call Shepard's team with a bull call. I mean, utter, complete bullshit is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And yes, it's true. The officials go both ways. And you got you got to rise above it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl. And that should never happen. I'm going to be in the car. <laughs> yeah, that's, he knew uh, it. Was that on broadcast TV? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. I think that's wow. Michael Barkham. I think that's I his name. that voice. Yeah, he's, he's a long time, a long time Comcast. I mean, he was in Philly when I was there. I mean, yeah. that's how long ago. But that's like post-game show stuff right yeah, there, man. Yeah, they were going I mean, they, off. They were like, that's like a little bit like yeah. the crap. Now, if that's the professional up. broadcasters, you know the streets oh, no. of Philly he was, were going yeah. crazy, yeah. bro. It yeah. was Lord of the Flies out there. Uh, I was listening to the Howard Stern show. He had a man on the street in Philly. And the man in the street was going around talking to people in Philly. You ready for this, fam? Yes. All right. Uh, these guys had plans. Listen to this. What would you like to say to Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes, you, you bitch, and I hate Patrick Mahomes, yeah. and I hope he dies, Ooh. and I hate his, his stupid brother. I hate him more. <laughs> I hate them all. What do you plan on doing in the city tonight? Tonight, in the city, for the loss, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vandalize. I'm no. not gonna lie. I'm gonna vandalize, yeah. and I'm gonna commit crimes, yeah. and I'm gonna burn this city down because of what they did to me. I'm just gonna burn it down. This is my city. This is my city, and I'm burning it down. Man, Lord of the Flies, bro. Even oh after God. a win, yeah. That's crazy. They got one six years ago. I guess that didn't heal him. It didn't heal him. And they still went crazy during that time. I do appreciate him taking out Mahomes' brother there. I think that <laughs> yeah. was well-deserved. Yeah. Uh, the disappointed Philly fans were really mad at the referees, of course. A lot of them. There's one. How much alcohol have you consumed tonight? Uh, 15 beers, actually. Oh, 15? Right now, yeah, uh-huh. 15. If you and your boys were walking in an alley tonight in Philly and saw that ref, what would you guys do to him? I would stomp his head and beat the out of that if there were no cops, if there were no laws, what would you do in Philly tonight? Oh, I'd probably burn down a bunch of and flip cars and shit. Yeah, and then you see a person in a red jersey beat him the fuck up. <laughs> Lord of the flies, bro. <laughs> you heard a drum circle in the background, yes. too? They're losing it. Their shirts are off. We rallying everybody. What are we doing? They're losing it, man. This is hilarious. This is a Philly fan. You just hear her screaming. Dude had to record because his wife was upstairs losing it. He went to the basement. He was a Chiefs fan. Wow. It's unsettling. That was really is. That was representative of like every household in Philadelphia. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, we got a man right here. He blames the Philly loss on the Vax. Okay. Yeah, the Vax. Yeah, yeah. Pfizer and uh, Bill Gates and all of them. <laughs> Who do you blame for the Eagles losing tonight? Rothschild, b- ass. What's going to go down in the city tonight, do you think? 
Rothschild doing some evil ass with the vaccine. Do you think that the Eagles lost the game because many of the players are vaccinated? Yes, because Rothschild is the evil ass that vaccinated everybody. What does the vaccine do to an athlete? Slows them the down. They control them like a robot. <laughs> do you think if most of the Eagles weren't vaccinated, they would have won tonight? Yeah, I think so. What would you like to say to Andy Reid? Andy Reid to the left, like and right child. Lord of the Flies! It wow. is, dude. In Philly Jeez. right now. You know, <sighs> I can't believe they do that in their own city. can't believe I live there. <laughs> Shut up, Dalton. <laughs> I hear you, Dalton. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. And uh, right here, before we get out of here, I want to get your third eye poked just a little bit. Third eye poked. Come on. Let me poke it for you. Uh, now, is this NBA or NFL? I've seen this making the rounds on the social medias over the weekend, and the comments on every one of these videos are uh, fascinating, to say the least. Listen <laughs> to this. Guess which is it? Is it NBA or NFL? 36 have been accused of spousal abuse. Seven have been arrested for fraud. Accused of rights. 117 have directly or indirectly uh, been bankrupted at least two businesses. Dang. Three have done time for assault. 71, I repeat, 71 cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits, and 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. How many of you think NBA? How many of you think NFL? Well, the answer is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. Got him. The twist at the end of that movie is unlike every, anything I've ever seen. Man, we're sitting amongst thugs. Wow. Get, out of here. Get your third out, poked, folks. That's my time. I'll see you tomorrow. Lord, you know, willing. There you go. Luke Creek don't rise. It's Alexander in LA live every night about 540 here in the G Bag Nation. Okay, uh, have you heard about the Micah Parsons footnote? Plus, Brian brought us as some Super Bowl quotables I think you'll enjoy. <laughs> That's coming up next year. It's the G Bag Nation on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.